All right. <clears throat> What's going on, boys and girls? Um, today's topic, I've been researching this topic, man, for like, I've been researching this topic since last night. I've had so many uh, comments from the previous uh, Bodybuilding and Heartbreak podcast that I did with uh, Jimmy. And so many like personal messages and stuff that I came in. I've probably used them uh, as the first 30 second intro. But the um, the topic of this video is heartbreak heartbreak the uh the best superpower for a man i, I don't know what, what i'm going to title it as but basically heartbreak like a man's superpower and uh obviously i'm a guy and i've helped other guy friends out i'm going to show you some of those guys friends uh as well and um i'm going to take you through not only my own personal heartbreak and like how i got over it and give you advice on how you could possibly need uh, the tips to get over it if you have to uh in your life and um it's going to, it's going to apply the exact same way whether you're 12 14 15 16 or you're like 60 or 80 because like heartbreak is basically just a loss of a relationship so that's that's what heartbreak kind of really is so it doesn't really matter if you you lost someone just because they you guys uh, split apart there was like infidelity or something involved which means like betrayal and uh, betrayal of faith and trust and or if there was a uh, death involved in some uh, way aspect shape or form or the other uh, but yeah we're, we're mostly talking about heartbreak in this one it's gonna be really helpful um yeah now i assume it's gonna be more helpful to guys because like girls don't have hearts so um that's a joke <laughs> that's a joke please all right cool sorry uh let's get into it so the some of the guys so i actually so i think i mentioned this in like two or three different uh parts and my in my podcast in the jimmy Livia one and, and some other uh bodybuilding videos as well like basically i went through a breakup my relationship of four years ended in jan of 2019 which is like last year since then so i went through all this kind of stuff by myself and i also uh helped like a couple of my own clients that I actually go through it, and i'll show you some of those guys here as well um so you've seen this guy that i was talking about uh, that i was recently that was in the uh in the uh back day pull day uh video he recently unfortunately just went through a breakup and this guy the guy with the most massive incredibly insane transformation in the lose fat forever video i i mentioned this guy and i also mentioned the fact that his motivation was having to go through heartbreak so <clears throat> that's the importance of heartbreak and why we are all at this position right now now i've been researching this topic for a while now i kind of went through all of the other videos and like podcasts and like ted talk videos and everything that i went through back then when i had actually gone through this tough time in my life um okay so let's start off with um so it's a cliche right so many of these things that i'm going to mention over here are going to be cliches but the thing is they're cliched but they're true that's the reason why you're going to be you're going to hear all of these things again and again so number one would be time is the best healer and there's no doubt about that like there's no other way to get through heartbreak and or the loss of someone uh without grieving it and taking time to grieve it so it is going to be time that is going to be the best healer for you the other one is going to be one of the it's is one of the greatest uh, self-learning opportunities that you're going to have to learn more about your own self because like when you get into a relationship or you get out of a relationship it's you going in as a human being and or as a person that you were before and then you go into it and then you change and then when it finishes or it ends or something and then you come back out of it you're a different person and now from this different person you get to change into becoming another person completely so you get to learn so much about yourself uh after a heartbreak or loss of a relationship old memories versus making new memories so you're going to be so there's the the problem with heartbreak let's actually just mostly talk about heartbreak instead of like an ending of a relationship in terms of losing someone but like um bre breaking ups uh breaking up um you have like certain old memories like you probably go to the same restaurants together you probably eat the same foods you probably watch the same movies you listen to the same music play the same games all the things that you kind of do with someone these are all old memories and 
when it ends, all of these old memories are things that you probably have in or around you, or things that you recent or frequently do, and or you schedule into your into your day per se or into your week. So you are now going to have to start making new plans and new memories in order to get over these things because all of these old memories and the old things are going to trigger all of the feelings inside of you. So old memories and new memories. Um, it's okay. So the cliche statement: it is better to have loved and lost than it is to have never have loved at all. And I've heard a lot of people like kind of complaining about it, and I and I completely disagree with anyone that disagrees with this. With this, it is definitely way better to have felt how to love someone and how to feel in love and to have lost it than to never even have experienced that thing at all in your entire life so um yeah breakups and everything else hurt but it, it it's way more like what's the point of living life really if you can't actually even ever fall in love even once like you know what is the point kind of um okay now this i mentioned in the jimmy Livia and the bodybuilding and heartbreak podcast but you lived until the certain point that you met this person now this could be really young this could be 15 16 for you or this could be much older this could be 40 50 60 80 for you the point is and then you lose them after right so the point is no matter when you lose them there was a certain point until which you were alive you survived and you had a pretty damn good life up until that point until you met this person then you had your time together with them and then you part parted separate ways so it's not like your life has ended and or you don't know life without them at all so even if you meet someone at the age of 18 or something and then you live together till the age of 80 and then that person leaves or something yes that's a massive chunk of your life there's no doubt about that but there was life before that human being still so there is still life before them and you get to relearn those things uh, and the importance of being alone by yourself um okay the harder that rock bottom or the deeper the valley is the better the spring back up is so the more it hurts right now during the the process of heartbreak right now and i know it's going to be hurtful and i know it's going to be painful because like i recently went through it like in jan 2019 that was still pretty recent to me um it is going to be painful there's no doubt about that but you will spring back a uh, springboard back out of it again and and when you finish springboarding back out the new heights that you're going to reach are going to be so much better the accomplishments in your life and the person that you, you're going to become at that point in time is going to be so much better than when you started off that it's just it's amazing like it is it will be worth it i guess my whole point is it'll be worth it okay and this final statement uh that my dad always tells me um is like what is a statement that can make a a uh, crying man laugh and a laughing man cry and the statement is uh this time shall pass too or this will pass too <laughs> which means that like, if you're going through heartbreak and it's the worst time of your entire life and you're crying um if you remember that this time shall pass then it makes you happy that okay i'm crying right now but it's eventually gonna end and if you're having the best time of your entire life and someone says okay this time shall pass too so you know it's the best time of your life and it's going to end at, some, at a certain point so the point is time will pass and at this point in time it's good to know that time will pass because you're obviously sad right now so you you can't even think every second seems like a year for you right now okay so those are some cliche things that are, that are that i've already mentioned that are going to keep coming up and these are all things that completely apply to you now let me it kind of the way that i've structured is i've actually gone through my personal journey first um quickly i'm kind of quickly going to go through my personal journey and how it affected me and then all the things that i did in my personal journey that i'm going to explain to you then i'm going to explain things that you should be doing what to do what not to do understanding love and some other uh, subtopics that i have so my personal journey so it was a four-year relationship and it ended with a complete break in faith and trust and which unfortunately is like infidelity which breaks your faith and trust and that puts you into like it leaves a really sour to uh, taste in your mouth uh, towards the end of what would otherwise have been considered a pretty good relationship with someone and uh, and a friendship with someone and then that just ruins it 
ruins faith and trust in human beings for a little while at least until you get over it uh, for yeah for a little while so what happens is instant weight loss for me what happened was i think in the in the first two days immediately after a breakup obviously you lose your appetite and everything and i think i lost like six or seven pounds like the first two days 48 hours and i lost like six or seven pounds or so I did not cry for the first two days, but, and I don't know if I was like suppressing my feelings or holding them back. I don't really know what, what, what was going on exactly at that point in time. Maybe I was in like denial or something or just anger at that point. But then after two days, after 48 hours or something, I remember I was lying in bed at night and just like, and I think I just got overwhelmed and in the, right in the middle of the night, like two, three, four AM or something, I just like broke down. I like, I just started crying. Like, and it didn't even last that long. It lasted like 15 minutes and that was it. But um, but like, yeah, so you're going to be crying most of the time when you start off. <clears throat> um, and obviously, the, the fresher the wound it is, the more it's going to hurt uh, initially. I was still working. Um, and this is really important for most people as well. Like, especially in the service industry, like you have to keep working. And it is really hard to keep working when your brain is clearly not functional and you're not in the right space, uh, in the mental health space at least. But the thing is working or doing something and being out of the house, those kinds of things that, that give you distractions are really, really useful and really important because for obvious reasons, as soon as you have nothing to do, your, your mind's going to start wandering into the relationship and everything else about that sort. So it is really important to keep yourself busy. Now, don't try and give yourself really complex tasks or something because like you will not be able to handle them because all of your mental resources are already like scattered everywhere anyways. But you want to distract yourself so you might want to uh, take up things like volunteering uh, at like a soup shelter or a soup kitchen or something or like a dog shelter or something where you have the opportunity to talk to other people as well um, but it's not like really really uh, uh, mentally intensive uh, work so you don't have to think too much and at the same time there's there's people there like especially in like soup kitchens and stuff there's just older people there in general and older people are some of the best people that you can actually talk to when you as a youngster go through like a breakup or something so, um, so yeah, that actually kind of helps out as well. And plus they're like kind of random people. So it doesn't really matter if you tell a, ra a completely random human being or a stranger, uh, some of your, uh, weaknesses, thoughts, feelings, et cetera, et cetera, whatever you're feeling or anything, no matter how bad the breakup might have been, you can tell them to a random person because then a random person isn't really, isn't really going to judge you and, or take it back with you. And you don't have to fear anything per se. Okay. Um, so yeah, still working. And I was basically like walking around like a corpse at that point. Now that was my personal journey, like coming back. And then this is, I think I've already gone, uh, gone into the part where I've like started becoming better again. And which is, um, how long did it take me to start to feel better? Like, I think after the first month, it was still hurting pretty bad, pretty, if it was hurting two weeks hurt horribly uh i think the first month still hurt really bad and then after that from one month one to month uh, month two was like a bit better a month three was way better jan five march right month uh, three was way better april uh april i think march april <clears throat> i gave the exams over here uh, at my at my college and we were done and then my parents came over from from india and then we traveled the u.s and that was uh, that was in april so that was month four and that's that was when i finally got like time to be with my support system and my family and like basically just cry with them i guess because like, i'm all alone over here so uh and that made me feel way better as well and then after month four and five like the things became way better and by, by month six i was like pretty much back i was back into like full swing in my life like being completely over almost everything and just making like strides in my own life at that point in time. So it takes a while. So, and there's no way to get through it like quickly and really fast, but like, I'm going to say it's going to take at least eight weeks to like 12 weeks or something minimum. Uh, okay. Now the blessing, there's a certain something that's called no contact. Now, if you, if you actually know what no contact is, let me kind of show you, see, see no contact. The no contact rule. So that's the second most important thing. Um, why, uh, when no contact does not work and contact, contact. So what no contact basically is, 
is whether you're going through a breakup and you're completely trying to break up or this is this is how people have launched entire careers over no contact books careers like seminars like this is their entire lifetime this is the, this is their entire career being a no contact coach which means some people have gone through a breakup but they don't want to get over the person or something they want to get back with that person but one party wants to get back the other party does not want to get back so no contact is the party that does want to get back and this is the one that does not want to get back the party that does want to get back is now forced and or yeah forced to not contact and have zero contact with this person and what happens at this point the party that does not want to get back is going to feel the lack of that person over time whether it be 30 days 60 days 90 days or whatever it is and then they will contact this person back in again and that should ideally trick them in the future because by that time you're trying to create this image that you're you're completely done you're completely over them you don't need them anymore you don't want them anymore etc etc and that no contact rule is supposed to help these two parties come back together again and keep going forward and this is it's basically selling people like um i don't know if i would call this a lie a fairy tale it's it's, it's selling people like a fairy tale about getting back together again the blessing of no contact however is that no contact is exactly what you need um and i guess i'll get into it in the future or something uh, and not right now but no contact exactly what you need but yeah i'm gonna get that into the future when i get into what to do's because there's no no contact just basically means like deleting social media instagram pictures all those kinds of things so i'll get into that in a little bit in the future um so besides that my own personal journey after like since the breakup and everything like if you look every single part of an aspect of my life if i tell you about it and if you look at, at, at the work that i've done my my instagram is like blown up i've been putting in so much work into it it's actually paying off dividends um my work that i'm putting into my youtube is, is blowing up uh the amount of efforts that i put into all the videos and everything i get appreciation out of that so thank you for that um i did my first show after my first breakup it, my breakup was like in 2019 i did my first show in like march of 2020 even though my plan was december 2019 or something and that's in the video that that video is probably probably already published by now so you know exactly what i'm talking about um i and i started doing other self-improvement things like planning visualization meditation introspection <clears throat> and all those kinds of things in fact everything that's back here this this whiteboard that used to never exist before and the calendar thing used to never exist before. So all of these things that I'm doing to improve my life and put myself back on track and becoming a better person, everything, again, get supercharged after after a breakup. So like, I think I've actually summarized this down here, but it says way happy, I'm way happier right now and today than I ever was back then. And the quality of my life has changed and improved by leaps and bounds, which makes this happiness way more appreciable. So happiness with somebody else is happiness with somebody else, like when you're enjoying the company of somebody else, right? So that that's always a good thing. But my solo happiness right now is way better and way more enjoyable because this is solo happiness that I've created for myself by myself and I don't need anybody else to have to share it with and or to share it with. Like nobody else is the reasoning is the reason for it or anything, if, if that makes any sense. Like my individual self back then with someone else was way behind and, and like what right now I am is, is a way better individual self person than I was when I was with that person back then. So that's what makes me happy at this point. Okay, and then way, way, way down the line, which I am right now like a year and a half in or something, but even like six months down the line, eight months down the line, nine months down the line, whatever, way down the line, you reflect back on the positive things that happen, uh, uh, positive things that you can get out of this breakup that you could not see and you cannot see if, if you're going through it right now. And I know that some of you are going through it right now. In fact, one of you reached out to me, which is the reason why I'm making this video right now, because for someone that's going through heartbreak right now, <laughs> it's one of the most, it's a life and death kind of pain kind of situation. So I, I needed to make this video the first thing for you. Okay. 
Um, okay, now what's going to happen now? Now that you're uh, you're having a heartbreak, like whatever, whatever it is, like they said, no, there was infidelity involved, and or there was death, and uh, there was a death involved, or something, whatever. A relationship ended, right? You were having heartbreak. What's going to happen immediately is you're going to have hatred towards the entire opposite sex. If you're a man, you're going to start hating all women, and you're going to be like, all women are uh, sluts and whores, and like, oh, if you're a woman, then you're going to be like, all guys are like players and dogs, and they sleep with everyone, and I can never trust a guy again. I can never trust a woman again, etc., etc., etc. It is okay. It is okay, actually, to have this uh, hatred or something against the entire gender or something for a little while. Because, like, for the first month to three months, I completely hated like being around women or something. I just, it was just. And then the other thing is, the other thing is, you get suckered into this this rabbit hole of of negativity, uh, which is. Um, which I can mention over here when one of the things is what you should not be doing, but I guess I'm going to mention it here, which is um, don't get suckered into the gender war. Now, this is a completely different podcast and a completely different topic that I have to address separately. But if you notice outside in real life, like right now, right now, there's the George, uh, the the Floyd and the COVID, uh, the Floyd uh, separation going on via social media and like uh, media and everything else. Similarly, if you notice outside, there's a gender war going on where all men are being pitted against women and all women are getting pitted against men and like social media is fighting against each other and the news is fighting against each other and like the vendor gap and this pay gap and blah, 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 blah. Do not get suckered in to the gender war. Nobody wins the gender war. You end up losing the gender war. And here's here's the simplest example. I'm just going to give you like a small example in the midst of all of this. If you are a guy or a girl and you have a really good relationship with your partner, an opposite guy, girl, or same sex, whatever it is, you individually have a really good relationship with this human being that you have right now. It doesn't matter if 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 99% of all the women out there are the worst human beings ever or something right now you have a relationship with someone that you really really enjoy and appreciate so it would be really bad for you to get suckered into the into the play of the social media and marketing and media in general to get suckered in and let your mind be turned against the human being that you're actually enjoying your time with right now. And just the, and the same thing goes for, for women, of course. Like if your friend just went through a breakup and she hates her boyfriend and her other friends and including your friends as well, like your common friends, basically all hate boys as well. Then they're going to all be b- bitching about boys and like talking down upon a man and everything else. Then do not get suckered into that because you individually have a good relationship. So do not sabotage yourself and your life by getting suckered into what other people are thinking about at that point in time so don't make yourself a statistic by getting into like the 99% statistic or something of that sort so you just individually enjoy your own life um oh yeah so now where did that even come up from is like when you go through a breakup what's going to happen you're going to start gravitating towards um videos about like infidelity or movies or books or tv shows or yeah books or or the reddit the red pill all these kinds of things the red pill the insult uh, forum community all these kinds of things where there's just so much hatred for another sex uh, sex going on you will get gravitated towards that because you're in a really hurtful hurt state uh, of mind at this point in time do not let that happen it's okay for that to happen temporarily but you need to know that that's a temporary thing and you should get away out of that negative uh, mindset against anybody really it's like if one dog bites you not every dog in the, on the planet needs to be shot <laughs> or dead something of that sort you know what I mean? so you can't hold something that one human being does one race does one gender does one sex does against the rest of everybody else you have to be that mature even no matter how hurt you are in the state of mind you have to be that mature that in the long term you have to get over that okay um where do they go Okay, hatred towards an entire sex is going to happen in the beginning, whether you're a man or woman, or you're going to start hating the opposite sex. It is okay to do that in the beginning. Eventually, you'll get over that, and you need to know that eventually you need to get over that. Okay, depression. Obviously, it's going to, be, it's going to hurt 
it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt really bad. You're going to lose your appetite. You're not going to feel like smiling. You're not going to feel like being around human beings. You're not going to feel like doing anything. It's okay. It, like go through it. Go through the pain. Go feel that pain. F- go through that suffering. It's really important. And I'm going to go into the what not to do thing again, where it's like do not down the pain or do not suppress the pain by using downers like alcohol or cannabis or anything of that sort. But I'm going to get in, into that when I go into the what not to do thing. <laughs> You're going to feel, uh, feel incredible shame. You could feel incredible shame just because somebody, you're together and then somebody decided not to be with you. That could just be a shame if, if you have a lot, if everybody around you, around you knows that you're, you're in a relationship or not. Uh, you could have, you could feel a lot of shame if there was infidelity involved because like somebody else went behind your back, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, whatever ended up happening. You feel shame because of that. You could feel shame because of a hundred different things, but you feel shame at that point in time. It's again, okay to feel that. You're not alone. You're not the only person that's ever felt shame. You're not the only person that's going to ever feel shame. And nobody's really kind of holding any of that kind of stuff against you. And if they are, then that's... Cut these people out of your life completely. They're completely useless. So, yeah. You're going to feel some shame. It's okay to go through it. Go through it. The loss of self-worth, trust, and grounding in yourself. This goes into the infidelity uh, infidelity thing again. But when obviously somebody's going behind your back end or something... And you don't realize it until you realize it. What happens at that point in time is you never knew that something was happening until you knew something was happening. But you were always confident and were secure and were grounded in yourself until at that point. And then you, when you find out that something was happening behind your back, that's when you, when you feel like a fool. You feel like I'm, a, I'm a fool. Like how the hell did I not find out that this, this, this was going on or behind my back this entire time? And I was like completely clueless. So that's going to shake your ground and that's going to shake your self trust and faith and your self worth. Like you will not be able to. Trust in yourself because like you, you think that you made bad judgments, such a bad judgment in the past that you can't judge your, you cannot trust your own judgments anymore. So you will have that. It's another temporary thing. Understand that, realize that, and then move, move beyond that. Loss of self-worth, trusting and grounding in yourself. Uh, losing trust and faith in yourself and your decisions, like I mentioned before. <laughs> okay, what's going to happen? Uh, this isn't what's going to happen and what you will feel immediately, right? Now, you don't actually miss your ex. You miss the idea of the intimacy and the intimacy you had with your ex and the idea of her and not the real thing. Now, as soon as you get broken up with a certain human being or something, what happens as human beings that we start to... It's not even human being. As soon as t- something gets taken away from us that we always had in our life we start romanticizing that thing a lot more and we start uh, putting it up on a pedestal or something so when you're in a relationship with someone if it's a woman then you start putting her up on a pedestal like everything that she used to do suddenly becomes way cuter that she certainly becomes way more attractive she certainly becomes way more funnier etc the sex certainly becomes like so much so much better etc 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 my point is Everything right now, just because you, you've gotten out of it, will start becoming more romanticized at that point. But it, you need to understand that it's the ideal. It's an idea of something that's getting romanticized, not the actual human being themselves. And what's going to help you with that is actually to also, when it's understandable that this is going to happen, you need to also, from time to time, remember, remember all the bad things that were happening in the relationship that you did not like. What were the annoying things that this person did? What were the things that they did not let you do? What were the movies that you wanted to watch that they tried to they did not want to watch or what made fun of or blah, 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 whatever. You need to realize that you cannot just romanticize this person or this being as an ideal being because they're not. They're human. They're not an ideal person. So you need to remember that thing because you will get lost into uh, romanticization, idealization and stuff. Okay. Now, all the things not to do. Then this is super important. All the things not to do. Don't take downers like weed and alcohol and or suppressors. All of these things that basically take you out of your headspace are going to be things that are going to take you out of your headspace, which means they're going to make you less conscious or less yeah, cognizant about what's happening, which means you're not going to be able to work through it. Through it. 
you need to be able to work through emotional trauma and pain there is un it's unfortunate but there's no way around it it's going to hurt and it really really is going to hurt as it should but there's no way to get around it you have to go through the pain in order to get out onto the other side and it's and think of it as like battle scars or wounds or something and like like i mentioned before like the uh it's a compressed spring the lower your rock bottom is and the the deeper your valley uh, or something is the higher your peak is going to be eventually when the spring comes back up again but you have to go through that pain you have to feel it and you have to you have to you have to let it burn through you you kind of have to learn everything from it in order to come back bigger and stronger again if you dampen the the potential of that spring by dampening the pain that you're getting or receiving by taking alcohol by getting lost in alcohol weed and like antidepressants and everything else you're not feeling the pain and if you don't feel the pain there's nothing to come back with so you have to feel that pain and this is exactly why a heartbreak is a superpower for a man or woman because if you don't feel that heartbreak and that pain you will not be able to feel bad enough that finally eventually when you hit rock bottom and there's a fire that lights underneath your ass to in order to come shoot back up again way better and stronger than you ever have before do not numb this pain do not do that to yourself okay i should probably have had the windows closed but <laughs> damn it's 24 minutes i did not uh expect that to be that long but i think we're more than halfway through Okay, don't take antidepressants. Hating women is acceptable to a limit. Now, no, my point with this is, again, hating the opposite gender is acceptable to a certain limit. Again, like if a certain dog bites you, doesn't mean that all dogs need to be shot. If a certain person from a certain race creates sex, etc., etc., does something, you don't hold it against everybody else. Temporarily, it's fine. Eventually, it's not. You need to understand that and go through that. Go, go through with that. Do not get tangled up in the gender war. I've already mentioned this to you before. Do not get tangled up in the gender war. Gender war. Only you are going to lose. Nobody else is going to uh, is going to lose. Okay. Do not not to do. Do not look at any memories or songs shared with them do not look at any pictures movies places songs picnic places uh nothing like don't do games nothing don't do any of the things that you always identified with being with that person because that's going to be a trigger for you to go back down into a hole do not do that to yourself don't ask your friends what they're doing do not look into their social media. In fact, you have to block all social media. You have to block them from every single place. This is what I mentioned in the same podcast with uh, Jimmy, which is like, just because a certain person has only broken up with you and they're not dead does not mean that they're not dead, dead to you. They are dead to you because you have to grieve the death of this person. You have to grieve this person's loss as an actual death because even if my ex-girlfriend still lives, she's not alive for me. She's gone from my life completely right now. So I have to grieve her death. So do not like keep that block everything as if that person does not exist anymore you have to do that to yourself otherwise every time that you look into it is going to it's going to cause a trigger and you're going to spiral down uh, deeper again okay and that's oh by the way that's where the no contact rule actually really helps because the no contact rule forces you to not only never ever contact them again but it also forces you to shut down all of your social media your facebook your instagram every single thing so you can never see what they're doing ever again because this is also the time where both parties actually start playing up on different things like they're both going to go out with the opposite sex and put pictures of them up with the opposite sex in order to make it look to the other party that okay either i'm over you or i'm doing much better without you and or any of those childish uh, manipulative uh, immature games don't get into any of that kind of stuff save yourself all of that trouble and, and by never asking any of your friends what she's doing and never trying to keep track of what he or she's doing uh, ever again okay now what to do have a tight friend circle and a support group. So my support group was just my dad, uh, my, my mother and my father. Uh, those two are my support group. And like I have a couple of friends that are, all of my friends are, my closest friends are actually all in New York. So these are the only people that I kind of like uh, uh, spoke, speak to about any anything really. And I have another friend over here as well. <clears throat> um, so have a tight friend circle, but a small friend circle, just so that uh, just so that they know what's going on with you and you know what's going on with them. And every time you need to talk, you can talk to them. <laughs> 
don't you will not be able to socialize anyway so it's not like you're going to be going to parties and like having fun or anything of that sort because you're just going to be in such a dampened uh, state of mind or something and not everybody on the planet needs to go that uh, needs to know that you're going through a breakup so there's no there's no need to tell every single person about what, what what you're going through but just these three or four people or something in your life just so they can keep checks on you and you can check in with them and talk to them any any point in time that you really ever want to talk with them that's really important a, a really close-knit group and discuss things with them like the closer and better that you can discuss even infidelity or any Anything, really the better they can discuss this is the unfortunate thing actually about that that in 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 2020 right now something that should not be accepted or acceptable or something like infidelity is unfortunately a very commonplace thing to happen it's kind of like alcohol deaths like you know alcohol rage alcohol deaths alcohol abuse it's like it's it's something that should not be a thing but unfortunately it is it's a really common thing but in this case it's a good thing because they also probably have stories that they can they can explain to you and or they can bounce ideas off of each other uh, that kind of stuff Okay, grieve. I told you grieve. Go through your feelings. Do not suppress them. It's a death. You have to get uh, grieve the person's death and loss. Exercise, training. This will almost never end. And as soon as, as soon, irrespective of whether I was with this person or not with this person, I've always been training and I was training even then. I couldn't feel my muscles. I couldn't, I don't even know what exercise I was doing. I don't know how many reps I was doing. I don't know what the heck I was doing. I have no idea what I was doing at that point in time. All I was doing was stepping into the gym and trying to move something, trying to move my muscles and trying, trying to do something to release some endorphins and release some dopamine in order to make myself feel better. And yes, exercising will make you feel better. If nothing else, it's just going to make you feel like you did something with your day as opposed to just sitting about lying about uh, in bed and just like watching TV or something. Okay, um, watching movies and TV shows, etc., is acceptable. That's fine. Read books. Uh, I actually started reading The Rational Male, which was which is a very, it's it's, a, it's an amazing bo- book. Uh, Rational Male by Roller uh, Roller is one of the best books ever. Unfortunately, at that point in time when I was so hurt, I wasn't reading it from the best state of mind. I have to reread that book again. But read different books, and the more books that you can read, the better you're going to feel. So yeah, start reading books, removing pictures, be responsible for the pictures that you have. Do not do something right now that you'll regret in the future when the storm calms down. So do not do anything that you might that you're going to regret in the future uh, with respect to both of you. Removing any kind of songs, instant block everywhere. Don't ask any friends and do not tell them about updates. This has actually happened to me before where some friends of mine, basically uh, my first relationship, not even this one, but my first ever relationship or something, I broken up with that girl and then after like a month or two months or something, she's probably gone out to dinner with somebody. And one of my other girlfriends at that point in time had come up and was telling me, oh, I saw this is this person, but this is this. And I'm like, why the hell are you telling me that? Like, why would I, why would I possibly want to know what she's doing with anybody else in her life or anything at all? So if you even have friends that are that stupid that don't know what they should and should not be telling you, then you should probably cut those friends out of your life as well. But yeah, do not ask anything about your friends and don't let them be telling you uh, these kinds of things as well. Okay, um, remember the parts of the relationship that sucked? I mentioned to you, uh, mentioned this to you before. Now this is really important. I want I want to mention this to you. Uh, as one of the life coaching things I always go through is like I don't have any notifications or anything. Uh, allowed on my phone at all whatsoever right now here's one of the major reasons why that ever started off like i told you all of these things when, when you go through a heartbreak and all the best changes in your life kind of start off i remember that uh, and you probably uh, agree with this and you know about what i'm talking about every time you get a message or something the top right side or whatever side of your or of your phone is going to start flashing white or green or something so every time your girlfriend boyfriend friend anybody really or an email or anything pops up you see something flashing white red green 
and mostly it's your girlfriend, right? Or, or your uh, the partner or someone. And then you feel happy because you know that when you're going to look at your phone, you're going to have a message from them uh, waiting for you. So that gives you happiness. Now, what happens when you go through a breakup is, and I remember this happened to me clearly, and this happened to me both in my first relationship when I was like 18, 19 years old, and this happened to me right now, like two years ago or something, a year and a half ago or something. Every time I looked at my phone and I did not see the white on the top right side or the white or the green on the top right side, I didn't even, I was already sad, but I was even more sad because I could not see the white and green, even though I kind of knew not to expect the white or green or something, because why would I get, because if I blocked everything from everywhere, why would I possibly expect it? Um, but I, I mean, maybe at that point in time, this person wasn't blocked or something, whatever. Like my point is, I remember that thing. And I remember that my happiness and my state of mind, my stability and my security and my state of mind was actually dependent on the color of this fucking LED up here. And that's when I realized that how dependent I'm on this phone and how dependent my mood is on this thing. So I completely disabled all notifications and everything. And I put the phone on silent after that. And I remember that I did this even when I had a Nokia phone back in like 18... When I was 18, uh, something, uh, 18, 19 years old. So yeah, my phone's on Perma Silent and you will, you need to do this just for like state of mind, calm and peace of mind of yourself forever in general anyways. Okay, so detox from your phone, put your phone on Perma Silent. Um, yep, do not do the self-blame game. Now, again, if there's infidelity or anything else involved, there will always be a certain amount of self, uh, self-blame. self And you're gonna, there's, there's always like, not because of that specific case, but the point is, a relationship does uh, end or break mostly because like there's incompatibility from both sides, right? Now, the point is, I don't remember when or who I was discussing this with, but this was a long time back. I don't even remember at this point, but there was something about this thing going on and there was infidelity in some relationship somewhere involved something. And one of the topics that came up was, oh, you should not have let this person go out with this, this, this person, or you should not have allowed this person to do this, 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 this and this. And I'm like... That's so stupid. That That's bullshit. You can never stop. You can never stop anybody from doing anything that they want to do. You can never, ever limit any human being from doing anything that they wish to do. So if you are the kind of human being that's like stopping, hey, you can't talk to uh, guys or you, you can't talk to girls or anything or you can't go out with this pla- person or this place or anything of that sort, you cannot stop anybody from doing anything. Let me give you a smallest, the really small short example here. Like I used to study Manipal in uh, in India back home. Like I finished my engineering in uh, Manipal at Manipal University back home, and we had a lot of international students coming in. So we had a girl, a female student from uh, Dubai coming in who had like her complete hijab, the entire black thing, and like the comp- the face uh, hiding thing as well, and like the completely uh, topped her down black, right? For the first week or so, while her parents were like setting her up at the hostel and everything else, she was wearing that thing. The second that her parents went back home again. <clears throat> All the hijab and everything is off. She's the first person to be moving around in like skirts and mini skirts and shorts and everything else. She's the first person to be fraternizing with all the guys on the entire college campus. The first person. You cannot hold back and control anybody from doing anything. If they want to do something, even if you cage someone for 22 hours in a day and you let them out for two hours in a day, they will do. Ex- they will get what they want to get in exactly those two hours in a day. You cannot control anybody from doing anything. So never, this is why I kind of like the institution of marriage kind of doesn't make sense to me. I think people seem to think that marriage is like a permanent thing. And then as soon as that's done, then nothing ever wrong can ever happen. And that's the exact opposite. And that's the exact reason why people start hating each other after marriage, because it's not a permanent solution thing. It's not a lockdown kind of a thing. And you cannot control anyone through like a ring or like a paper signature or something. And uh, that's kind of why I think that's a completely different rant. But like more than 50%, 50% of marriages or more right now are like ending. So that's a completely different topic. But like it's one of those things you cannot control anybody from doing anything. Now, finally, I'm going to finish this off with you cannot. Uh, so understanding love. 
no this is a is going to be a bit of a confusing topic but you don't love somebody else for them you love somebody else for the way that they make you feel within yourself like the love is something that for somebody else is something that you feel on the inside in here now what do i mean by that yeah yes there's somebody else who's making you feel that inside in here by yourself but the point is that person on the outside can change and if you've been in multiple relationships you know exactly what i'm talking about if you've been in love more than once you know exactly what i'm talking about so it's not that the first person your love for the first person was it i mean it is a different love but it's not like the intensity of the love is something is different your love is something that you are doing for yourself you are loving from your heart to somebody else so this person even when the relationship is ended has is someone that has taught you how to love from within so now that thing about how to how to love somebody else from within comes from you've learned that skill and you can learn learn and use this skill in future relationships if you enjoy somebody else's company or not so my point is you're loving somebody else for them so understand that love in the here now women uh, what the fuck oh, okay the person taught you to love and loving is something you do for yourself even though it's an act involving another person that person can change but your feeling of love is still individual to you so oh no so here's the part that kind of confuses me is like when when there's this big taboo around the i love you and the other person not saying i love you back but i find that really really funny because like you just because i feel something about somebody else does not mean that the other person is going to be in the exact same state of mind or something for me so i don't see why that's a taboo thing and then people go like haw or hush hush or something like you know oh my god somebody oh awkward like you know that somebody didn't say that thing back because no, two people do not need to st- be in the exact same state of a minor position or something for the other person at the exact same point in time you say that i love you if you love something that the person is doing i mean it, you are feeling that for that person right there not because that person also supposedly loves you back or something no okay that that's one thing about love secondly is once you go through a heartbreak or something this is something you should really understand and realize and this is this is a, a kind of a mini argument that i kind of get get in with uh is uh, understanding love in the here and now and or appreciating the current moment in the present moment here and now now what do i mean by that is like anytime like this has happened like when i've gone into like newer relationships recently it's if i mention something i kind of mention it as a temporary thing as in like i really appreciate this thing like i wish i could give you a really good example but I kind of make the future seem like it's unknown. So like in the way that this relationship could possibly not be going on further eventually so I'm really appreciating what's happening right now. And the partner my partner at that point is kind of like why are you saying that or why are you thinking that it's going to end or why are you thinking that to this? I'm like I'm not thinking and or looking forward to something ending. It's the exact opposite. It's because like we know that future and life and the future is not predictable that's why i know that it's bad to think that something is permanent including this thing that we have right now and that's why whatever we're having right now that i'm really enjoying i really 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 enjoy it and i really appreciate it and i want you to know about that right now because i don't know if this is going to exist in the future and that's where that thing comes in which is like we've gone into like uh, arguments with uh, I've gotten into arguments with other people about this which is like women don't seem to understand when i mentioned the temporary thing which is we start to under uh, unappreciate things or underappreciate things when we think that they're permanent not when they're temporary and this is this is why the insecurity of marriage can kind of confuses me because people seem to think that that's temporary is that's permanent but it's not and that's exactly why people become horrible after marriages because they think something is permanent and they can start getting away with things but that never works out to be like that Okay, avoiding pain in the future. Um this is the final thing. That's it. After that's the end. Something that youngsters can get into. It's a really because it's a really young immature way of thinking, which is like if I've been hurt right now by a guy or a girl or anyone, I'm never going to get hurt ever again. So I'm never going to open myself up again. 
And if you do that, who do you think is really going to miss out? It's going to be you. So you can never, ever get into a relationship or any have decent relationship with anybody, even a friendship or something. If you do not kind of let yourself be vulnerable and be true and be genuine, you have to risk being hurt in order to risk having yeah risk getting the best feelings that you can out of relationship even a friendship friendship relationship so um you have to be open and let the other friend of yours same sex friends even like if you're just trying to have a friendship be open with them and let them know uh things about you that make you vulnerable so that they can be open up with you so that you can create a strong enough bond or something but if you're just going to be like i'm just going to always cut myself off and i'm just because i never want to be hurt again that relationship is like so platonic it's so fake it's so surface level it's like it's there's no point of that relationship uh, even happening you can never save yourself from the pain in fact all of this pain is just going to teach you more things in the future anyway so don't actually ever try and run away from the pain no matter how hard it can feel like it is right now so that was pretty much the entire thing i kind of went through um uh the cliches about it my own personal journey about it what's going to happen and how you feel immediately, all the things not to do, what to do, uh, understanding what love feels like and also avoiding pain in the future. And it ended up being a super long video. I did not expect it to be this long, but hopefully uh, all of you guys and girls enjoyed that. Hopefully this helps you out, especially the person that's actually going through a breakup right now. Um, there's a certain uh, um, certain individual article that I kind of went through myself, which is this one. I pretty I'm, I remember that I went through this one, like how to get over a broken heart uh, using, uh, according to psychologists. And I've already mentioned all of those things in here. So you will get all of this uh, anyways. And then finally, go through some of the TED Talks and stuff. I've already gone through some of these TED Talks as well for researching this topic. Go through that for yourself just to kind of get more out of it. I hope that was useful. I hope some of you learned something. Um, and I shall see all of you guys and girls and next time. Please leave a like, like, comment, share, and subscribe. And yeah, I shall see you all next time. Peace.